0: Hey everybody, welcome to Story Life. This is a podcast about the ups and downs of living a creative life through the eyes of two independent filmmakers. One of them is myself. My name is Clinton Cornwell. I'm here with my co-host.
1: I'm Alan C. Gardner. Uh, Folks, this is episode 31. Into the 30s now. Uh, We recorded this, I believe, like in early June of 2022, so about a year and a half ago. Uh, from the date of the recording of this, uh, intro here, uh, in this episode, we talk more about launching our business in this podcast, uh, specifically the name for these endeavors, which I, (laughs) I had a lot of fun listening to I'm like, Oh yeah, all those names, which then, you know, have been basically deleted from my mind once we settled on the actual name that we have anyway. So that was fun. And also we get pretty in depth about film festivals. Especially when it comes to our own individual perceived value of them in our lives and careers at this point, uh, as well as some ways in which we navigate those waters.
0: All right, before we get to the episode, I just want to let you guys know that uh, Story Life is not just a podcast. It is also the name of our uh, consulting business, our coaching business Me and Alan Love supporting our fellow artists And we do free 30 minute consultations You know, No obligations or anything like that And we'd love to hear from you guys We'd love to hear what's going on with you What challenges are you facing in your life And how can we help you solve them uh, So if you'd be interested Just hit us up on email, social media Or on our website at wearestorylife.com And you know, book one of those consultations with us Yeah, we'd love to speak with you
1: all right, on that note, let's light this candle. Let it sparkle. Because
0: <laughs> it's a sparkly candle. My, my coaching went... Well, it felt good for me. Uh-huh. Like, I enjoyed doing it, which is good. And then for her uh, she emailed me like a few hours afterwards and was just like, thank you so much. I like this really motivated me and like kicked me in the action. And I did this, this, and this just as a result of our little meeting here. So oh, that's great. thank you. So
1: that's awesome. Yeah. Well, there you go, man. Off to a great start. Yeah. So great start. Yeah. I'm excited about it, dude. Like I'm, um, yeah, we talked about this before too. It's nice. Like that sense of like what you just said. And I feel that too. I'm like, okay, like, you know, it's a service that I think really could be beneficial, and that feeling of like, "Oh, I really got something to offer here," um, and something I really, you know, get a lot of satisfaction out of doing, and it's very fulfilling. So,
0: yeah. Well, just, just it, since we're on the car, uh, in, on since we're on the call here, yeah. Approach wise, and I think this is the philosophy I'm going to go forward with with everybody, because especially because we're coaching, we're not we're not um, consultants. But I just asked her, like I asked her a lot of questions, and then sort of like, kind of like Socratic methoded her the whole time, and just tried to be really supportive and like complimentary, and and you know instead of I feel like there's a way a coach could come in and be like, you got to do this X Y Z. I think you should be doing this thing. I think you should be approaching it. Yeah, this way. no, and that's I, not my. Approach to I don't think that's a general. good approach. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think that's a good approach. I think more talking to people figuring out what their processes are what's sticking them up and like figuring out with them kind of as a collaboration the best way to support them that was the approach i took with
1: yeah 100 be... and uh and uh
0: and you know i that felt good and it, and it and it felt like just a better way to be creatively supportive anyways
1: yeah no i'm i'm 100% on board with that yeah that's um I've kind of always described, like when I give like friends, like, you know, screenplay notes, um, I kind of try to pinpoint like what it is that the writer is trying to accomplish, like what they're trying to say and the ways in which they're trying to go about saying it and help them achieve those goals. And that might sound very obvious, but I think some people will approach notes like, well, here's what I would do or here's what I think mm-hmm. it should be. And I'm just trying to zero in on what they want it to be, like what, you know, trying to that's understand good. like, that's how I approach it is. too. It sounds like we're on the same page. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And one of the first things I said in that workshop too, that I did a month ago was like, look, I have a big problem with when people like try to tell you how it is or, you know, um, just like you do it this way or you're doing it all wrong, whatever. Like it's all about, yeah, I'm trying to identify, yeah, it's all case by case basis. And I'm trying to identify what each person we will we'll be trying to identify what each person is trying to achieve and what they're like. And trying to help them achieve their specific goals as opposed to just like coming in with my, you know, you know what I mean? With my, uh, and, and letting them know like what works for me and kind of like guiding them through. But I, yeah, I want to really like, when we say personalize it, like that's, a hundred. I really want to do that as much as possible. Um, yeah. and I feel confident in being able to do that because I think that's, you know, I think that's kind of my approach to people in general. And so, you know, with yours too, we're trying to understand people where they're coming from. As opposed to just foisting, you know, our shit and ourselves and whatnot, like upon them. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so, yeah, I'm excited, man. And that's great. I'm glad it's off to such a good start. And yeah, I was like, you know, the kind of the goal of, well, the two goals of that post yesterday were like, okay, create some awareness and then find like trial clients. And, you know, I was looking for two and maybe these, you know, I had two people reach out and maybe they will be the, the two trial clients and that would be great. And, uh, yeah, so I'm excited and then go, go from there. I feel good to, and it's kind of funny cause this kind of dovetails with like part of like my philosophy for the approach to, you know, with, with filmmaking as well when it comes to production and whatnot. It's like, we're, you know, we have like the, ba- like we have, we have our services. We have a good idea like of our rates. Um, we have our, you know, our approach, our, we know what we're doing, but at the same time, like there's a lot of stuff that we have to figure out still, such as a name, a logo, a website and whatnot. So there's all these things that we need to do, but I'm glad that we are hitting the ground running and like getting these trial clients going now. You know what I mean? Getting the ball rolling, creating the awareness because I think we are in a position where we can do that and it's only going to further motivate us to get the rest done. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like,
0: yeah, totally. That's kind
1: of how I am with films, with production too. It's like, you know, at a certain point you got to put your stake in the ground as opposed to like waiting for everything for everything to be lined up. And for everything to be just so, because if that's the case, you might just find yourself always waiting. And like you know, when you kind of make something real, that further incentivizes you and your and your you know collaborate. You know, in this case, partner collaborator. Um, because it's just the two of us anyway. So I, I feel I'm 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 excited. I'm glad that we're we're getting the ball rolling here. I think that'll just yeah motivate us more to to make it all happen.
0: Yeah, and all, all that extra stuff—the name, getting the podcast out, getting a website going. Yeah. All of these details, all that is more or less, like, it legitimizes us a little bit. But for the most part, that's just to attract, like, random people that we have little to no connection to. Sure. I think a lot of our early business is going to come through referrals and, like, networking and personal connections and stuff. At the same time. Which doesn't require that branding as much, you know. That's
1: true. At the same time, those referrals, like, it helps to have, I mean, at the very least, like, a name. And I think we'll feel good, like, once we do, like, settle on, like our name, you know what I mean? That'll feel good just to have that handle. And then, um, and websites always good to have too. So people who are making referrals can be like, here's their website. Um, and then, yeah, anyway, but yes, I guess your point being like, I'm glad we didn't wait for those things to be in place, uh, before we, and then, yeah, then the podcast, I mean, um, yeah, I'm glad we didn't wait for all that to be in place before we started doing this. So yeah,
0: something that's going to be important and I, you know, keep this, um, I guess this this conflict of interest a little bit in mind going forward because I think each of our styles is to be a more laid back, got, you know just help support people down their path approach as opposed to coming in and telling people. But when you're advertising, people want to hear that you have the silver bullet. People want to hear that you have the magic solution. So I think this is something we'll have to develop is sort of our language for that we're comfortable with of sort of talking about or alluding to that we might have a magic bullet without explicitly saying it you know like marketing language that sort of works in that space but for us doesn't like compromise our values if that makes sense
1: well yeah i mean my my thing with that is like i hear what you're saying at the same time for me it's kind of like when we talk about laid back approach and whatnot For me, it's more just I'm not, um, a fucking blowhard about it. And I know you won't be either. Like for me, it's like, I do feel confident that like, look, like I can help you make your projects happen. And it's easy for me to say it because I I know how to do it for myself. You know what I mean? Um, -hmm. I know how to work through the struggle. I know how to schedule and organize and like motivate and make these things happen. So I can, I know I can do that for other people too. And I've had, you know, various experiences over the years, like helping other people. Um, in these situations, so it only makes sense for me. So, like, yeah, we can talk about the language and the phrasing and this, that, and the other. But like for me, it's all about like I have the utmost conviction in that I know how to, you know, to to listen to people, like, and understand like what they're going for, like to understand what they're striving for, and to help yeah. them achieve those goals, and totally, to bring totally. like all my like you know. But then I guess <laughs> what I'm saying too is like something I'm, I'm I'm big on is like I was kind of saying earlier. It's like everything I'm telling them is ultimately like my opinions. I have the utmost conviction in those opinions. I believe in everything that I'm saying, but like ultimately they, you know, they will decide what's best for them. And I'm going to help them. Steer, I'm going to help steer them towards understanding what's best for them and what they have to do and giving them and figure out what like some people I think might, you know, and this is something a lot of people lack and we all struggle with at times. is like structure. I think structure will be like a huge part of it. Structure. Yeah. Positive reinforcement. Just that kind of like emotional support, just a, a, a bounce board, like someone who you can bounce ideas off of and give as much or as little feedback as, as asked, uh, as desired. So, yep. I yeah, for me, it's kind of like gonna figure out exactly how we want to phrase that. But like I like the little blurb that I wrote the other day. I'm like, oh, this feels right. And, you know, I, I took like I, I read your email that you gave and then based off our, that and our discussions and how I feel, it's kind of like, OK, yeah. And that's how I came up with that little blurb. Like this feels like yep. this is what our approach is, and I feel like our approach is, is is great. Like it's something that um I think will be a benefit to the people who are who are looking for for services like ours. So again, yep. yeah, we can fine tune the phrasing, but like so it's not going in like I don't know, we'll see. Like you know with H D M it's like no, I want to understand like where you're coming from. Totally, each person. Like, and and, and I with, I think I was just yeah. yeah,
0: I think it was just more saying that just as a term, like in terms of just sort of being aware of sort of like. Uh, human nature and you know both of us probably hate both of us a little bit hate self-promotion and marketing but there's better ways to do it and there's worse ways to do it and i think neither of us wants to be neither of of us wants to market just for like sacrificing our principles but it's also good to be aware no yeah yeah what the buzzy things that people like to see and might attract people more
1: we'll talk about that. Yeah. For me too. It's like, yeah, I think we definitely won't sacrifice our principles. We definitely won't say, I'm not going to say anything that I don't fucking mean period. Or that sounds even remotely like, cause also I know for me, it's kind of like when I read those things, it feels like bullshit to me. Um, I mean, it's all about like an honest approach. Um, and again, like I've also learned too, it's like the more that I just kind of like am who I am and kind of, um, convey my, my beliefs and the things I'm passionate about. And you know, all that, like people, res- a lot of people respond to that and want to be a part of that in some capacity or feel inspired by it in some capacity. So, yeah, I feel like we won't have to sacrifice anything because I think if we just like lead into our legitimate strengths and what we have to offer, then that'll draw in the people that we can actually be of service to, you know? Yeah. As opposed to just some shystery stuff where it's like, oh, that's oh, for sure bullshit. Um, yeah. So yeah, so I'm, I'm yeah I feel like well I'm not I'm not worried about any of that.
0: Switching just real quickly before yes. I uh, before we jump into our topic of the week. Oh yeah, and then I have uh, one other little thing
1: time. too. So you you say your thing, I'll say my little thing, and then we'll go into our our topic. Go ahead.
0: <clears throat> so I'm sort of settling in Atlanta right now uh, for at least the next couple months and potentially longer. And I am broke as shit right now after traveling around the country a bunch and not working as, right. you know, that happens. That's sure. that's a logical formula there. So I'm, I, you know, I eagerly dived in wanting to find some freelance work and, you know, obviously very anxious about the state of my finances and everything. Sure. And I've done a lot of location sound work, as you, as you know. Mm-hmm. But also I feel like I'm very qualified as like an editor and like, you know, in both of our cases kind of, being an indie filmmaker you kind of have to learn how to do everything a little bit Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um uh yeah like i i find in in the course of a day pretty quickly i found two freelance gigs just by like reaching out to some people i knew in town and responding to like joining facebook groups um that, that kind of stuff. I Basically, cool. I got referred to a sound gig for this documentary, and then I found kind of doing this camera operator thing uh, for this really low-budget uh, indie film, but they were both paid gigs, and I was, you know, so I was all about it, and um, on Saturday, I went and did that sound gig, uh, you know, and I just was like, gave it my full effort. It was very professional, mm-hmm. and it was cool people. And then Sunday, same thing, even though it was a low budget thing. And and I gave my full effort. And then, like, both of those two things now directly turned into the sound gig, turned into basically like a full time editing job for, I would say, at least a month and potentially more.
1: Oh, nice. For
0: me, that's like flexible and remote, which is great. And then, and then that camera operating job basically turned into sort of like, Shooting here and there, I'm going to be the DP of this like indie (laughs) feature film. Oh, wow. uh, Over the summer, too. So that's awesome. uh, Just sort of weird kismet how, like, I don't know, like all these random skills. I'm like sitting here thinking when I first get to Atlanta, I'm not qualified for shit. Like, what the hell am I going to do to make money? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I just, you know, get these two jobs, work hard and, you know, take advantage of opportunities. Yeah, yeah. uh, And be very professional about it. And, both those, both those productions just hired me for more work, just because I was like bringing the right attitude and cool to work with. Yeah, man.
1: Well, congrats. It's great. I
0: mean, I know that feeling. I for
1: sure know that feeling on all sides. And it's yeah, it's so nice. To, yeah, when you just yeah, like you said, the positive attitude and, and you work hard. And I mean, it's not again, it sounds so fucking obvious and simple, but not everyone grasps the concept. Of course, you get all these people showing up with egos or with some sort of chip on their shoulder, axe to grind, what have you. So yeah, man. I know how I, I respond to that too. Like I, I always keep track of like okay, like the people who just like are pleasant to work <laughs> with and professional and like do their job and fun to have on set. Like I absolutely keep those people in mind. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also uh, uh, discard, <laughs> mentally discard the ones who uh, who don't bring those qualities to the table. Um, <laughs> yes. So, so is yeah. your thing. Congrats, man! Oh, so my little thing. Okay, Thanks. I just want to talk about names real fast because I added a few more names. Oh god,
0: names! Oh, <laughs> our albatross. Our I added albatross. a few more
1: names to the name channel, and I just want to get a I did, feel. I, yeah, I saw that. Okay, I just want to get a feel. I'm I'm just want to read over them myself again now too. I just want to get the temperature of how you're feeling about each of those, each of those names. So I'm thinking about names a lot, as I'm sure you are too. And there's certain words that I'm like I really respond to this. Anyway, thoughts. Go ahead. Mm-hmm.
0: Are you gonna say, say you're gonna say them? Oh no,
1: that's your cue. Sorry, you go, what are your thoughts? Go
0: ahead. <laughs> oh, on, on, oh, oh, I thought we were gonna say them out loud on on the on the. Oh no, on, no, no. On no we podcast. can't. Oh, sorry,
1: no, we can't. We absolutely can't. Okay, I'll 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 say them out loud, and you give me your thoughts. Craft
0: connection. <laughs> uh. Eh it's a little yeah it's i mean you're working in the right area no no, no, no just, i know this i agree, it, it sounds, I agree. it's that's, too it's too vague Is that's the not the one i know i know that's not the one but
1: some of it's like these are like potential ones, and also some of them are like yeah i'm getting close but it's like sometimes it helps me if i just start like circling certain ones that aren't, aren't quite right but like if i keep looking at them then the right one will come along you know what i mean but that was great. I'm already having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> I had a sip of water while you gave me your reaction. I almost did a spit take. Um, okay, next. Uh, direct connect or direct connection.
0: I like connect. I, yeah, I don't, like, I don't like connect. dislike direct. Mm-hmm. The two of them together I don't love. Sure. But I think both of those words have potential. Okay. Uh, create connection. I like create as well. And I don't know, it doesn't, it's not quite, that that combination, again, is not, I feel like not quite specific enough, but I do like the word create. Okay.
1: Yeah. I also like the thing, something about it too, where it's, you know, the stories are creating connections. We're creating, you know, that's the goal. The, we're uh, trying to create connection, you know, create connex- connections. Wow. Create. I can't say it. So there's a strike against it. Oh, We're trying to create connections with. Our clients, what, I mean, the whole thing, it's all about creating connections. So I like the uh, the message of it. I like what it's what saying. What about
0: creation? Is creation on the on the list?
1: Uh, creation is not on the current list. You can add it. You want to add this, it to that? that? You want to just toss in the word creation there? I'll, probably, um, I'll type in
0: creation. There, just.
1: Creation connection? No. Um, I like community films quite a bit. What do you think?
0: Community is another good word for sure. That almost sounds like a production company name to me. Is was my reaction. To I that get one.
1: that. I get that. I like it a lot. Um, I do. Okay, so maybe. Hold on. Let me make. Let me make a little. Make a little notes here real fast. Um. God, I have so, oh, story of my life is so many. So many open tabs. Always never lacking in open tabs, Clinton. That's one thing they'll, <laughs> they'll always say about me. That man. We're trying t-
0: i'm trying to stay on top of my tabs because i feel like i try I and gonna, like, yeah close them you. as i go good for you uh, wow yeah.
1: god that sounds uh empowering that sounds it's exciting
0: less multitasking
1: um i'm the i just <laughs> I have so many tabs all right sorry what were we saying uh community films all right i'm gonna put a little where okay um all right, what about personal films?
0: Personal is the right vibe, but I think it just it's not descriptive enough.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Okay. What about personal film life? Spelled out either different way. Mm.
0: Personal film life. Fucking film life. Why couldn't it have just worked?
1: Right. I do like I mean like having personal film because everything, you know, all our movies are personal. We're talking about our personal life on the podcast as well as our personal films. Like I like the way it looks, personal film life. I could I like the way personal film life creative sounds. Um and also like, you know, the personal approach that we we're just talking about that we'll bring to all of our clients. I gotta say I'm pretty fond of it.
0: How about what well, here's the, the, spinning on personal a little bit, mm-hmm. how about our film life or your film life?
1: I I literally had those thoughts and then I think I think we're circling the same thing. I had those thoughts but then I felt I felt like our film life I guess they either one like either way I went like kinda of felt like excluding of the other, which I know is maybe an overthink, but at the same time that's kinda of what we're doing here. Um and you know, for good reason. <clears throat> is thinking it all through. So personal just felt more. I like the word personal a lot. I always talk about how personal my films are. Um, and yeah, I like how it describes. Like again, like talking about our films, which are personal, our personal life on the pod, and that we bring all that kind of energy to the the business as well. But let me um, think it through again. So your film life or our film life? I mean, our does feel? I mean. Maybe it doesn't make sense for me to say it's excluding because it is a very inclusive term. Obviously, if it's our, like inviting everyone else in besides just our being me and you.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Our film life. It kind of works both ways, our film life. It's
1: kind of growing. I mean, um, I think I like our better than your.
0: I agree.
1: Because also, your film life wouldn't make sense for our podcast. Um, yes. Or it doesn't feel right for the po- Like our film life. Okay, our film life has grown on me. I'm gonna put it on this list here. You gonna write that down in the Slack? I'm putting it down in the Google Doc. Do you like it? Do you like it? Our film life, um, film slash life, or just our film
0: life? Our film life, I think. Our film okay. life.
1: So I like that one more. I'm still pretty personal to okay with personal film life do you if that's still if, whatever just for the sake of this conversation at least like do you like it better with the personal film life or do you still like the slash film slash life
0: uh yeah no i think the the slash loses its merit once you get it into a phrase okay It's my my feelings on it
1: okay <sighs> what about okay purpose films
0: Purpose films. I see where you're going, but uh, doesn't strike it doesn't strike me. It doesn't strike me. What about? And uh, I'm what, not trying to be negative about all no, these no, things. No, no, no. I just, need your honest. Very, it's a very no.
1: Trust me, I'm not like how dare how dare you. For me, it's kind of like it's, <laughs> it's kind of like a fun game at this point where it's like yeah, it's yeah. like a mental exercise. Where I'm like, man, I'm trying to fucking crack this code. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm no, sure you for are sure. too. And it's like. Obviously, we, what I think what's good is that we both have to, you know, sign off on it. So we both have yeah. to, like, please the other person with it. Um, it's funny because I'm looking like, I've got the, my original Open Dialogue Productions, uh, my logo that I that I drew, you know, 12 years ago. I've got it framed next to my desk here. And, like, I remember when I came up with that name, but, like, Open Dialogue Productions. And, like, for me, that's, like, 12 years later, I still feel like that's very indicative of, of my brand and like my movies and like, you know, and I can, I want to have that name going forward. And so I want to, yeah, it's kind of like, okay, like, so I know the feeling of arriving at that name, you know what I mean? Yeah. And being like, that's the one and like feeling all these years later, like, cool, got what I wanted there. um proud of that. So yeah, I feel like we're, we're getting there with this. <laughs> there's just a lot, there's a lot of words that I'm like, like all, all the words in here are... In play, I think to some some extent, or at least like they have the right idea. Um, okay, so purpose films. What about? See, also like like create purpose, but that sounds a little too. There's also a fine line too between like um, where it starts sounding too like like a life coach thing or like too. Cause I kind of think like we take like a life coach, there's a certain like aspect of like life coach to our approach to working with clients. Yeah. But at the same time, like you don't want to like, it's a, it's a very fine line. And especially with the podcast like you don't want to lean, you don't want you know, tip the scales too too far in one direction or the other. Um, okay. What about, I I like story life a lot too. Story yeah. slash yeah. life. What do you think about that one? There's,
0: no, there's some potential there. Okay. Um, the problem is, with that one, is life story is a very common phrase. Life story is, well, that's the thing I like about flipping
1: it, where it's a very simple flip, but the same, like, story life isn't, like, a common thing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, it's kind of like, we'd kind of be, like, we'd kind of be, like, recoining, <laughs> if you will, like, a very common phrase. It's just a very simple flip, which I think could be to its benefit, where it's... Although,
0: fi- although I do, like, if I'm spinning it a little further... Maybe just tacking one more word on into it, one that we were going to tack on anyways. Story Life Creative.
1: Yeah. Well, that's our consulting business, Story Life Creative. I think it sounds great. I mean, that's our coaching. That that's our business. That could work for
0: all three, even. I mean, that could even work for the pod, too, I yeah, think.
1: I have business names to consider. I didn't put this up. Yeah, Story Life Creative is definitely one of my... So you think Story Life Creative could also work for the pod?
0: Yes. Like, uh, okay. Film, Life, Cr- Film Life Creative... I could have too, I think. But um, let me check Story Life real quick.
1: I checked it on Apple Podcasts, at least. It wasn't there. Um, but I, didn't do, I don't think I did a Google search on it yet, though. Or maybe I did. Actually, I might have. Anyway.
0: <clears throat> Let's put a pin in that one. Put a pin in that
1: Sweet. one. Sweet. Cool, because I really like that one. I brought that one up before. It's funny. I think I brought that up before in another channel, and you didn't comment on it, so I'm like, I'm just gonna bring it up again. <laughs> oh, maybe I missed,
0: maybe I missed it. <laughs> no, it's
1: all good. I'm like, I'm just gonna keep plugging story life. Um, cool. I yeah, I mean, let's put a pen in it. Well let's we can finish going through this uh this list. Yeah story life yeah, I had that on business names consider Story life creative. Um, and you just you just didn't care, is what? You just didn't wow give a shit. <laughs> wow. Um. All right, let's go through the last cool. I'm excited about that. <laughs> picture purpose, which I like, but it might be a little too cutesy sounding too, because obviously it sounds a little bit like picture perfect. Um, <clears throat> but I like the idea and the natural film. I think there's
0: some generally good stuff there. Yeah,
1: yeah. I like natural films too, just because. Um, I like naturalism. Um, in both my conversations and my, and my films. Uh, but anyway, but I think, yeah, I think out of those, I think out of all the ones in here, story life, story life, creative is about, and then I like uh personal film life a lot too, but yeah, let's let that marinate a little bit. Story life creative. I would be happy if, if we, if after more vetting that it feels available enough and that it's, uh, ours enough and that it's, you know appropriate and indicative of who we yeah. are and what we do and what we're offering here so okay cool yeah um all right man i know we already used up okay so now
0: <laughs> i'm glad we talked about everything we talked we're talked. we moving about. the ball forward slowly so it's all good
1: yeah yeah but now do you want to get into the film stuff since we got about 30 minutes left let's talk about, let's talk about festivals
0: oh there's a lifestorycreative.com See, different though we're talking about story life. It is different.
1: <laughs> True. And that's the thing. It's like, that's what I'm saying. Like a simple flip like that. Might still be okay. I think we might still be okay. Cause it's not like it's a slight, like lettered. It's not like we're saying, we're talking about, oh, but we're called life stories, not life story. Or, you know, we're called lives story or whatever, you know, it's story life. Like the words are reversed. So I think we'd be fine.
0: Yeah. Uh. All right. Film festivals. Yes. Have we really... We have, we've touched upon it, I think, at different times in our conversations. We but certainly have. I think maybe yes. over the the next two times we talk, uh, maybe we'll focus on it a bit more. Oh, sure. Um, let's start Let's start with the positive first. Well, I guess just an overview. My first feature, 12 Months, is kind of in the midst of its festival run, for better or worse. So I'm kind of in the thick of like trying things out with festivals. Right, you have been with your films to various festivals, right? Um, You're listing facts. How many? How, what? Uh, like? Okay, so just just for context here, I think for twelve months uh, we've submitted to around a hundred festivals, which is totaling around like twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. Plus, we p- we paid for a festival consultant, who's also going to be our distribution consultant, Elizabeth Manichel. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. I hire her. Um, yeah. And I had had festival runs in the past with my short films, but those were much more limited. I would only do like, you know, 10 or 15 submissions and maybe go to a few festivals each or something like that. So, that's my experience with festivals. mm mm-hmm. well, uh, Can you break down yours for me? Um. Well, let's see. Okay, so I'm
1: trying to think real fast. How many features? I've been to various festivals over the years.
0: Maybe, well, maybe. Uh, what's the most you've ever? What's the most submissions you've ever done for one film? Mm-hmm. And what's the most festivals you've kind of participated in for per one film, film? You mean, or or for just one film? Like what? Was right, right. That's point? what.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, like not that hot. Like, it, um. I would say what do we submit to being awesome was like 30 to 35, maybe more. It's hard to remember now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we got into six, so maybe seven. That's a decent rate. So yeah, That's it's a decent, decent rate, but it's not like, yeah, it's like, I remember like, okay, our batting average is about, I think our batting was like about 20% or
0: whatever. Um, for most so of the quality studied, festivals, like from what 30. from what I've seen, so just for reference, most of the quality festivals, from what I've seen, have between a five and fifteen percent acceptance rate. So okay. you know, just yeah, yeah. fair enough. Uh, I remember that
1: there was one that we got really close to, like so close where I got a congratulatory call from, uh, um, oh God, who it was from someone who worked on the movie. Or a congratulatory text or whatnot, like, cause they had heard from something from these people. They somehow knew someone in the, like, whatever, but it was one that was really cool that I was excited about called a Southern circuit tour of, of filmmakers. Not to go on a tangent here. We got so close to that one. It would have been touring around with the movie, like through the South and like playing it at different screenings. And it was like a touring film festival for like a week and speaking with the audience. I'm like, Oh, this is like right up my alley. This feels so good. Like, you know, this would be amazing. And then we got that close, and then and then didn't get that one. So Oof, anyway, but yeah, I remember, being, yeah, really excited about that, and then it fell through, which is okay. It's just nice to be that much consideration. So um, now I'm trying to remember, like, I mean, I feel like with Cold Feet, we submitted to like, shoot, it was about the same. I think all of them we submitted to about thirty to thirty-five, and like again, there's a few we got we got close to, like we heard from people from them or. Or a sales agent reached out like, oh, I heard like, you know, you guys didn't get into this one, but I heard it's really good, like blah, blah, blah. And then we got into like, I was surprised. I thought we were going to get into more. Um, Four? Mm. Is it four or five? It's always like basically around there. Like Man was was basically they're all about around there. We were like, we submit to like 30 something and we get into like four to six is basically yeah, four to six or seven
0: okay that's That's good that's good to know for reference um so there you go so this is my theory with film festivals right now that i'm going forward with and why so i think 12 months is not gonna have being you know for lack lack of a better qualification for being a drama Mm -hmm. a romantic drama with no stars and no particularly, like, buzzy issue. And I think while the way way we made it is really unique and interesting, I don't think for audiences, or for for most audiences, or for most distributors, uh, that's going to be, like, sort of a buzzy enough thing to really market. So, with that being said, you know, I'm, I'm viewing film festivals as 12 months main distribution, not to audiences so much but the thing i'm hoping to gain through film festivals is to sort of like hopefully create relationships and expose the work to other people in the industry Mm -hmm. other filmmaker types yeah in hopes of like generating you know not like exploitative relationships but just like, you know, connections to to people I could work sure. with in the future, connections to people who want to maybe support me as a filmmaker going forward or support other people involved with the film, you know, maybe access to different funding and also to create relationships with the festivals themselves to sort of again help heighten our profile is the theory. And then, you know, most of festivals are a pretty fun time anyways. You get perks. You get yeah. you get to go watch a bunch of films and drink drinks. And even though it typically costs you money to attend, right. it's still a good time. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. the theory I'm going forward with here with festivals. I think this is the most worthwhile way for me to put 12 months out into the world, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's the benefits I, I think I gain from festivals. Where do you stand with film festivals right now for you as a filmmaker and what it can do? how How's it a part of your release strategy? And how's it a part of like your kind of career as a filmmaker right now, I guess.
1: So honestly, um, right now and, and for a little while now I've kind of felt, um, and before cold feet too. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of not, no, I'm not saying I'm down on pe- it's festival. It's more just like moving forward, Unless it's a certain particular festival, a certain particular festivals, there's not as much. It feels like, at least to me, there's not as much of a point um, after having done a few features already at, at festivals. And like having had, you know, everything you were just saying, like wonderful experiences and making connections. I mean, this one very much so being one of them. You know what I mean? Like, there's obviously been huge benefits and I've had a lot of great experiences. And I'm, I'm very grateful for all the ones we did play at. But right now, I'm like, man, I'm more interested in getting the movies out to an audience outside of the festival crowd. I mean, uh, like getting them released, like getting them seen um, and continuing to build our, our fan base and, and allowing the movies to connect with more and more people as opposed to like trying to fill a festival screening, you know, Um, as opposed to like trying to like, uh, yeah, I I guess there's just no, to me right now, at least, Again, like, we might, like, target, like, with Baby Come Home and, and our, all of our upcoming films, like, we might target, like, certain specific festivals. Well, I'm talking about, like, five festivals. Yeah. Around the – around the, or less, or whatever, as opposed to, like, let's cast the net wide. Because we've done a lot of that. Um, and I'm glad we did for a variety of reasons, including, like, what we learned from all that. Um but yeah, I, yeah, for me at this point, moving forward, I'm not going to submit to that many festivals. It's going to be very, 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 I mean, they're always targeted, but like even more so now it's kind of, okay, I'm just going to submit to certain ones that this could really help us if we happen to get into it. If not, no worries. Um, but there's a lot of them that I just feel like, and while they're wonderful and great experience and it's, you know. I and I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into that, too. Like, like you said, you know, the money that goes in submission fees, uh, I'd rather put that money towards like, you know, marketing our movies in one way or another. Um, I'm not looking to travel that I've got two kids. I'm not looking to like to travel around that much right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if it's like a good gig or whatnot or a good situation, then sure. But like for a festival screening, like I, you know, until the kids are at least like quite a bit older. But even still, like I don't want to be if I'm going to be away from home, it's got to be for like. For me, what's, you know, it's going to be worth it to me. Um, so you know, some, And it's been a lot. Even before, like, I had kids. Like, you know, there's a lot of festivals. I'm like, I can't afford to go to that. Um, I'm glad that it's there. And I hope that the screen goes really well. But, like, I can't go. Because my money was, like, before kids, like, my money was tied up in, like, making movies. So it's yeah. like, you know, I, could, <laughs> I couldn't spend the money on just, like, going to enjoy a screening somewhere. So anyway, and again, then going back to, like, oh, just the stress of, like, trying to, like, Pack a theater, especially in a city where, like, I don't know anyone. Yeah. I would rather, again, like, put that effort, put those efforts towards, like, really distributing the movies, marketing them, and making, and of course, of course, making more movies. So that's where I'm at. That makes,
0: that <laughs> makes a lot of sense. I mean, no, yeah. no, no, that makes, makes a lot of sense. I guess this, this is, this is part of maybe a bigger career path conversation that, that maybe we should say for another part. but I think, My main way of leveling up my career right now is to attract more and uh, better collaborators to my cause Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like my skill set is at a level where like if I could continue to bring people who... Like, I should be an attractive collaborator Mm -hmm. uh, for people, for, you know, producers, editors, actors, these kinds of things. And to me, like, that's, I think the goal is, like, getting the, ultimately down the line, getting the sort of more primo distribution or getting studio access or getting into one of those really top, top tier festivals like Sundance or something like that. Um, I think that's sort of the, you know, finding better, more and better collaborators is the way to kind of walk that path towards those those next step goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why film festivals are valuable to me because, sure. um, you know, maybe this says something about me. But within sort of the circles I've ran in, whatever that means, but like I just haven't more organically been exposed to those people and maybe that's part of me like not putting my work out into the world enough. And so that's another focus as well, but this is my first time really like pushing it out into the world in a real concerted way. Um but anyways, that's my theory behind all that. Um uh, do you have any do you have any uh, tips like tactics mm-hmm. you've t- like things to do when you're when you are part of a festival or submitting to a festival, like things you've learned that have helped get you sort of like better results from film festivals, I guess.
1: Um, it's about one, once I've been already accepted or when, submitting anywhere the along the process,
0: anywhere along. the
1: process. Man, that's tough. But I feel like I don't have anything like particularly profound, <laughs> uh, as far as Which, is an answer unto of itself. Yeah. It yeah. Perhaps, I mean, I feel you like, know? you know, cause also sometimes too, it's hard to pinpoint exactly like what, helped, you know what I mean? Like, I, I definitely, I put a lot of effort into, you know, I'm I'm a very effortful person. I put a lot of effort into everything. So, like, you know, I'd write these the cover letters and, you know, I'd really, you know, um, spend quite a bit of time working on cover letters and just trying to, yeah, just make sure all my, you know, submission materials were just so and that I was presenting the movie in, in the appropriate fashion and making it as, you know, showing, you know, what it is and making it as enticing as possible and all this, that, and the other. And then once, you know, into the festivals, again, I I would just try to, uh, man, it's so great. And it's a big life thing. When you start learning more, it's like, oh, yeah, like, the more I'm just myself and really, like, embrace who I am, like, that works really well. (laughs) That works really well. (laughs) Which I didn't know so much as a teenager or younger. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you know me. Like, I just show up and I'm positive and I'm trying to, you know, meet people and make genuine connections. Uh, as opposed to simply trying to get people to... I mean, of course, there's that element of, like, you won't be able to go see your screening, but, like... And that's kind of the part of the fun, too, because everyone's doing that, you know what I mean? So kind of, like, everyone's in on that, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you're talking to other filmmakers, um, like, we're all trying to, like, support each other, and, like, everyone's, of course, trying to get other people to go see their screenings. And so since everyone's kind of, all the other filmmakers are doing that, there's that baseline, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like, oh, here comes this one guy who's like keeps trying to get us to go see his movie or whatever. And it feels like in an abrasive way or whatever. It's like, no, we're all doing that. We're all like, oh, here's my postcard. Oh, here's, you know, this, that, and the other. Um, And so since that's the baseline, so that's kind of like out of the way. Like that's just part of it. That's part of the deal, part of what you should be doing. Then from there, you're free to like, like I said, they try to form these genuine connections and just trying to get to know people. So yeah, like I said, nothing particularly profound outside of just, putting my best foot forward and uh, and trying to be as prepared as possible and just showing up and, and being myself and having a good time. There you go. Oh, prepared
0: and, as possible. Can you touch on that? Because I have some things that I could say to, in terms of prepared. What do you mean by prepared? How do you prepare for a film festival?
1: Well, I guess it, it, a lot of it's like with the materials, or like what they're asking for, whether it's a digital poster or a uh, you know a printed poster, uh, just whatever it is that they need, like an EPK, uh, is one of the, you know, things we would try to get together relatively early on, putting a a decent EPK together. Um, maybe having some, you know, bonus videos, like clips from the movie and like, okay, like how do we Mm -hmm. want to, what's the, what's the uh, motif for the clips here? Like, you know, bad, bad men. I remember we did like four different clips. Um, and kind of had like a motif, like how to do this, how to do that. And kind of picked up the clips accordingly. um, and just, yeah, trying to be up on, like, social media uh, was just, you know, uh, never-ending, but just trying to be up on, yeah, inviting people to the pages and and posting at the right times and posting regularly enough. Um, yeah, just uh, trying to have all the materials in order and, and of course, like, deliverables and whatever it is the festival needs, like, trying to be on top of all that stuff. Um, having postcards, uh, you know, trying to have good postcards and then sometimes trying to come up with some other kind of bonus item I, we did I remember we did really well with um, what I felt we felt yeah. really good about like at the, at the dance of the films table for instance like which I love that like they have the table where you put out your postcard and any you know you know swag or whatnot you might have and we had for being awesome and it worked out well because of the movie like kicks off with uh, a high school reunion so we had like name tags mm. um, like being awesome name tags so it's like hi my name is so it's a very organic thing then people would like some people would wear the name tag and so it would have their name on it, but they're also like, you know, now they're aware of the movie too. And so it's creating more oh, awareness cool. of the movie. So that was a good one. Yeah. It was, sometimes it was hard to think of ones that were um, as organic, like, you know, kind of like a specific fit for the movie as that, you know what I mean? Uh, or for instance, we did, so a couple of years before being awesome, I did a play called Dudes Do Stuff and we had condoms because a lot of the, the play dealt with um, guys, you know, trying to uh, to hook up with um, uh, women. <laughs> so, and kind of like their, you know, their, uh, sexual exploits and insecurities and, and, uh, confusion and fears and hopes and all this, that, and the other like guys in their, uh, their mid to late twenties and all that rigmarole. So, and the ways in which they're kind of like, you know, fucking themselves over here and there. So we had condoms that said, dudes do stuff. Don't fuck yourself. Um, yep. and so that was a good one that got some attention. Um, stuff like that. Again, stuff that's like organic to, uh, to the the show, to the story. So, anyway, there you go. Condoms, make condoms. Cool. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the condom. I don't know what the condom climate is like right now out there. With with you know, that was a different world when 12 years ago when we were promoting dudes do stuff. So, um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, a lot of what you said there. I think the postcards are pretty key. Putting yeah. in some work to to designing a little postcard, well that you could hand out to people that has, you know, hopefully some good key art. And mm-hmm. then if you've got, you know, it's 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 a it's a little thing. It's kind of like a business card in that you know it's a it's a thing to attract people to the screening, but it's also a thing f- to get people to connect with you. So you know you want contact information and. Things like if you're getting good reviews or, or or anything like that on the postcard to help right. attract people. Mm-hmm. Um, with those postcards, one little trick that I learned down the road is usually as a filmmaker, you have a little lanyard with your festival pass on it. Right, right, right. Um, and I like to put one of those postcards on my lanyard, especially if you've got some sexy key art. Uh, so then you're sort of like a little bit of a walking promotion for your movie. Sure. Uh-huh. Um. So I'll just kind of like, I'll uh, yeah, I'll just kind of punch a little hole in in one of my postcards and put them in the lanyard. Yeah. Um. There's some secret tactics that 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 are available to me that I didn't realize uh, as as the time goes on. I think being very active and asking questions of the festival is. Is a good way to go because there may be things that the festival is doing or ways the festival can help you, but if you don't ask those questions, they might not convey those that information. Mm-hmm. So for like that's kind of vague, but for example, right? We just were at Sunscreen Film Festival. They hadn't really emailed us anything about marketing or promotion or anything like that. But the week of the festival, we reach out to them and we're like, Hey, have you had any contacts with press? Do you have a press release or anything like that? And they sent us their entire list of local press that they had been contacting with email mm-hmm. addresses and stuff. And then we went and sent our own little emails to a bunch of those press outlets, and we booked a couple like interviews, and we got an article written about us, which was a really yeah. great review and a really great write-up of the, of the movie. And that, that would not have happened if we hadn't been proactive. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and that that um, you know, and we wouldn't have gotten those email contacts unless we had asked the festival for them. Right. Essentially, another thing too, um, because you know, so much of it is about connecting with your fellow filmmaker. I think any work you can do ahead of the festival, like digitally, to connect with your fellow filmmakers. Uh, is good to kind of greasing the wheels a little bit. So again, suns- before Sunscreen, we got we were able to... Sunscreen had sent out a, a document asking if all the filmmakers if they were going to attend and to put their email address on it. That document was still open to me the week of the festival, so I went in and grabbed the email address of every single person who had put it on that document as attending, and I just like emailed them ahead of time And said, hey, this is our 12 months team. This is who's going to be in attendance. We would love to meet and chat with you guys. So please, like, talk to us. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah. And that got us, you know, that got us connected to a few other people, too. You know, it's just something to, like, grease the wheels. I also, like, reached out to some people on social media as well. Like, a lot of festivals use some sort of scheduling app where you can, like, see who's going to attend a screening or who's attending various screenings. And some of those, you have like little profiles in them. And so I went into a little scheduling app, found some people's profiles, and then like connected with them on their social media or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that connected me to a few people as well. Um, But I think if you're doing this stuff in the right sort of like personable and not not overly spammy way, like it shows people you are a hustler, that you care to be there, that you're taking it seriously. And that you legitimately want to connect. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's a great way to start forming relationships with people. Because I don't know about you, but ultimately at the end of the day, I'm looking for people where there's like mutual interest. Totally. Somebody who's going to put in the work that I'm going to put in the work into the relationship. You know, like relationships only continue if both parties are putting in the work. So any any markers that that's going to continue is positive. So that's what I'm trying to show off to people, basically.
1: And also, as, as we've discussed before, too, like, you know, reaching out to filmmakers whose work you really you saw at the festival and you really enjoyed, uh, which is how yeah. we what is what ultimately led us to here, um, which is yes. how we really connected was reaching out to each other. So uh, and that's a great one, too, because that's again, that's a very genuine thing. It's like, oh, I saw someone's movie. I really liked it. I'm going to reach out to them and let them know whether or not my screening has already happened or hasn't happened. Like, of course, like if your screening hasn't happened yet. There's, you know, by the way, like, blah, blah, blah. Or if it's already happened, like, cool. Like, you just, you're trying to connect with someone and whose work you respected. And, uh, yeah, hopefully have whatever, coffee or lunch or whatever. And, like, see if you've, like you said earlier, like, you know, forge a, a connection. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think like you are saying, too, like, being proactive in all those ways certainly helps. And then if you get, we, we've only done a publicist twice before. And that's just, you know, for lack of funds, basically, like, um, I mean, obviously, if we had <laughs> more funds and resources, we'd have like a publicist every time. But we did yeah. a publicist for the two that I already made uh, for for a play for dudes do stuff, and then we did a publicist for um, the being awesome screening at dances with films. But okay, anyway,
0: um, how did that work out?
1: Um, was like, it worth oh, the money? Uh, <laughs> again, debatable. Debatable. I don't know. I kind of felt like my take on it was like, you know, basically we spend as much as we could on, I think, yeah, I mean, we got some reviews and a little more attention for, I think, in each situation. It's also, it's, you feel bad to at least I do, like saying certain, because I know they did their jobs well, and just because you might have a certain expectation. Maybe your expectation is unrealistic. You know what I mean? Um, as far as the results that you want from hiring said publicists. So it's not like a slight on them at all. It's more just like, oh, okay, well maybe, uh, again, like you said, that's not the magic bullet necessarily, or that's not going to, you know, yield exactly what I'm, I'm hoping for here as far as more attendance, more reviews, what have you, um, you know, more eyes on the film. So I think it worked out well in both instances. I also think that in the future, it's kind of like we, the next, we didn't I'll say this to like the last few movies, we didn't hire a publicist. So whatever yeah. that tells you. Um, but I think moving forward, it's kind of like if we can afford more, if we can afford to pay for more, it's almost kind of like we paid like a mirror of a mid range kind of situation. Whereas like for us moving forward, it's like, okay, maybe it makes more sense to either not hire a publicist or to be able to pay for more publicity to actually spend more yep. on it as opposed to like a mid range, um, figure mid, like a low to mid range figure. But no, man, I mean, I, I everything you're saying about the festival stuff. Like again, like it all comes down to like, in the way we, you know, approach our clients and everything. It's like, okay, what are you trying to achieve like specifically? And where are you at right now with, you know, creatively and with your career? Um, and yeah. And I think for me with the festivals that for the most part, I feel like we're kind of done with, festivals and now it's much more focused on getting the you know but uh the, the movies out there more and yeah getting more more eyes on them uh but again like I'll, I'll i'm sure like with each one i'll submit to certain very select festivals and then um yeah but for the most part yeah i don't i don't foresee submit. i don't think we'll ever again like submit to like well i can't say that but you know what i mean like i don't anticipate at least unless we have some sort of uh, marketing team or whatever. It's an, Unless it's a situation where we're, we're you know, a movie through an outside studio or something like that kind of financing. But I don't think they submit to that many. Anyway, I'm rambling. I don't think we're going to submit to like 30-something film festivals <laughs> ever again. Uh, yeah. 30-something or more. I, I think we're done with that. Cause, and we've done that multiple times. Uh, yeah. On five different features. And then before the five different... Well, six different features, really. Well, maybe not as many, but, like, the last five, I mean, we submitted to a lot of festivals. Um, yeah. And then we submitted to several festivals for the for the few features we had done before those. So, anyway. Yeah. Do you have any other uh, thoughts there? Festival mm-hmm. thoughts, whatnot? I mean, I'm very excited for you. Like, I'm excited
0: for, like... I no, know you're, you're, you're hating on my entire pathway here, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I am uh, like, he's just wasting his time. <laughs> no, no, I, I get it. Like, I think it's great. Like again, like I remember like, I mean, probably it, it, I had such a great, fe- you know, experience, with, I mean, with all the festivals we've been to, but it's like with being awesome just, I mean, I think there's a lot of factors at play there that made that such a special. Uh, and that was also our first time at dances of the films. And, uh, and then we played at like the Oxford film festival, which was really lovely and wonderful to us. And, uh, a few others. I mean, honestly, I wasn't even able to go to the other ones, um, mostly for budgetary reasons, so and scheduling reasons. Um, or like France, even when we premiered at, at Andy Memphis, I wasn't able to make that because that was also coincide with the closing day of of We Got Lucky, uh, the play. So anyway, um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun, man, and it's so fun connecting with. Um, like-minded people and meeting other filmmakers it's it's a really good time uh yeah i'm excited for you and you know i'm excited for you clinton
0: well i I mean don't you know that uh, that's i don't know that there's too much to be excited about i mean honestly so far the the it's been a there's been a lot more reject a lot a lot a lot more rejections than acceptances and honestly i think so far 12 months has been been performing a bit more worse than um than i had expected so i might be pretty jaded and done with this whole film festival thing after a while we'll see but but right um, now
1: you're in the midst of it you're enjoying it and the point like for you it's like the movie this movie that you've worked on for years is finally screening and it's getting out there and you're meeting some people and you're sharing the movie so to me that is very exciting and again that's all you know perspective on it i mean of course like I, and that's something else I learned, too, with the festivals. Like, oh, if I just stop expecting, like, you know, I again, put my best foot forward and, you know, try to get into you know all these festivals and do what you can. But I learned to be more like pleasant, train my mind to be more pleasantly surprised when I got into one as opposed to expecting to get into some. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so the more I kind of, I mean,
0: like, yeah,
1: yeah, wired my mind that way, I'm like, oh, so every time we go submit an acceptance, I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> as opposed to like focusing on like why didn't we get into these other ones. Um, yeah,
0: but Very yeah. Zen of You.
1: <laughs> Super zen. So zen. There you go, new podcast title. Very Zen of Us. Um, all right buddy, I got to hop off, but um this has been fun as always. Yep. Uh, Take care.
0: So, we'll be we'll be chatting furiously oh, you'll very be, soon.
1: <laughs> you'll be you'll be finding me on the Slack real soon. Uh yep. don't you worry. <laughs> don't you worry um all right man we well, have a good rest of your day i'll talk to you soon buddy
0: you too man see you later all right that wraps it up for our past selves talk about our past lives current alan what do ah, you think
1: yes uh man i really had a fun listening to this episode uh, like i said in the intro like it was you know it was just kind of <laughs> it was kind of cool just listening to us talk about through the names um I still like laughed about like the way I laughed in the, when we recorded it, I laughed once again, like listening to like some of your reactions to some of the names I was tossing out there. That was good times <laughs> uh, the festival stuff. Yeah, man. I thought we had like, it was a really like, you know, I mean, as it should be like a really candid open conversation about those things. I still very much feel that way uh, about all the festival stuff. In fact, I was just talking to Matt Gilliam um, a couple weeks ago about our movie, baby come home and like our thoughts on festivals and whatnot. So and I basically, you know, said some version of what I said in this a uh, year and a half ago. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm still kind of reckoning with like, OK, like festivals like do I still and again, like, you know, I, there's certain specific ones that I would still like, you know, let it be involved in. But I'm I'm less again, I'm more about the distribution and marketing of the movies now as far as the as far as like, OK, what's next stuff? Because usually it's like you're finally done with the movie. What's next? Festivals. And, like, that's still great in some capacity, but I'm much more interested in, like, when someone says, what's next for the movie? I would want to say distribution, getting it out there.
0: Yeah. So, no, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it was great. I love, like, we recorded a creative process on, you know, on on our audio uh, on the podcast. Because, yeah. like, it was totally, yeah. like, it was iterating and you we were talking it out and, you know, um it was. I, I thought it was good how we talked it out because, yeah, I was like eh, not quite. I wasn't like just full out dismissing them, but I was trying to say what I was no, liking no, no, about no. them, and I think that really moved the conversation forward. Um, and then when we hit story life, I felt like it was yeah. like you could feel it was saying a lot of the things that that um, I was wanting from the other ones, and I think I think later totally. we added the slash to it. And that's what kind of, like, brought it all together. Um, yes. i have forgotten,
1: too, like... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No,
0: no, no, you go ahead.
1: I was saying, i have forgotten, too, that I had... Because I remember that now. It's like, oh, yeah, I would mentioned, like, story life in a list before. And like you said, like, you might have missed it or whatever. Overlooked it or whatever. And so I'm like, let me just bring this back up. Um, but, yeah, because I had a really good feeling about it. So it was really cool to, like, capture that kind of, like, us having a mutual, like, you know, positive reaction to it. And, yeah, you could feel that, which was... Which was, you know what? It was neat. I thought it was neat.
0: And I will I'm say that. Uh, on festivals, I, mean, I think all of our advice there is still really true and relevant. Um, one thing I want to really emphasize, though, is like, what can what do you want festivals to do for you? Because they're, they are a specific tool in the release of your film. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think for most filmmakers... It is it is the path to walk, but you know again, unless you're getting into those really top top ones, winning the lottery of getting into a Sundance or something like that, it's not really going to help with your distribution at all. So really, what you're getting out of it is the opportunity to show off your work and to meet people, which means you should go Mm -hmm. to it, you know. And the other thing it should mean is you need to be in a space in your life where you want to meet people, where you want to. Where you have space for new collaborators, like not only the energy to go to the festival, but also the energy to follow up with those relationships and to try and build a relationship, you know? Yeah. Um, And so I think, you know, be really strategic. It's so easy to get swept up in submitting to a bunch of festivals, Um, but really be thoughtful of like, okay, can I actually, will I actually want to put the resources, not only money, but like time and energy into attending and and getting the most out of this festival be really thoughtful about that because oftentimes the the answer is no i mean i just recently i turned down the opportunity to go to a good festival uh a festival i really like and was really excited to but you know financially i could have swung it But i was just like i'm not i'm trying to focus on getting work done right now i don't know that going to meet new people is is what i really need in my creative journey right now so Mm. i chose not Mm. to go um and that's that's a bummer because it's a great festival and we got into it but now i just wish i would have like reflected back on that a little earlier and saved myself the like submission dollars and stuff Mm. because i think that's something you you can suss a bit more
1: did you decline having... Is the film still in the festival? You're just not going? Yeah, the going, film's still you... in
0: the festival. Oh, but, like, you good. know, they were offering, like, a free hotel room and all that stuff. And I just didn't gotcha. go. Well, that's know?
1: still that's still good. I mean, I mean, I cool. mean
0: Honestly, like, there's... All, I would say there's basically zero value to just screening your film without going. Mm. You know, I don't know. I mean, mm. I would say... I've, I don't know if your experience is different, but I've had very few people just reach out and say like, hey, I loved your film. I saw it at a festival like that almost never happens. I've. And again, I mean, I've, I've done, you
1: know, a few features now. So, like, I've had that happen a bunch, actually. Over oh, really? the years. Maybe not like a ton, but like qu- enough to be like, oh, yeah. Like each festival, I feel like because I've our movies. And again, they haven't been like a ton of festivals, but our movies have been in much more far more festivals than I've been able to attend over the years. So I hear what you're saying though. Like ideally, yeah. Like you're able to go and again, it's like, okay, what do you want from it? What do you, you know, what are you looking to gain from a festival or, you know, what are you looking to achieve with your film from a festival? Um, and yeah, since again, like since I've, I've only been able to attend like a fraction of them, I've still been glad that they've played at these other festivals and I've have had people reach out over the years, but I hear you though. It is, I mean, it's, it's definitely different. It's, I mean, yeah. Well, that's and I just think from mo- about a money and effort
0: standpoint, that's like basically you're just screening it for an audience then. And like there's much more efficient ways to do that than film festivals, you know. So that's why I'd say yeah. like if you're not going to go, it's not worth it because like you could put the film online, you can get it distributed Put that your effort into that into advertising, like you're talking about, and that's a much more efficient way to get it in front of people. So,
1: and again, at this point, everything I just said, having been said, yeah, I'm much, I'm, I'm much less interested in doing that now. Like, and just like, oh, let's just submit to these festivals and have it play, and then like not go or whatever. Like again, like if we submit, baby, come home to festivals, it'll be like very, very few, Um, or any other future films. Like, I'm not planning on casting the net wide. Uh, again, so
0: but yeah i 'd say but, uh, to anybody you know. thinking about festivals, think of it not only as hey i 'm clicking this button and paying the submission fee as the cost to it. Think of it as am I willing to click this button, pay the submission fee, travel to the festival if I get in, spend several days there because i don 't think you can really get a good festival experience in like twenty four hours i 'd say you usually need like three or four days um, at the festival to really like repeat seeing people um and then follow up with these people afterwards are you willing to do all of that connected to this festival or do you mm. think it is likely that you would be willing to do all of that when the festival happens like six months na- down the road nine months down the road if the answer is yes yeah, or then maybe it's or worth anyone... submitting to and if it's like uh, i don't know then you probably shouldn't submit to it
1: you or anyone from your team as well yeah uh, depending on what that is like but uh but yeah you know i get like um Hey, I, we've said some variation of this and I'm, I'm sure over multiple episodes, but like this podcast and our business is like a testament to the benefit. One of the benefits and what we're kind of saying, like from our perspective, not to speak for you, but like from this, the, the biggest benefit from us from film festivals is like connecting with people, other filmmakers and um, forging that mutual respect and that bond. And so, yeah, I mean, this is a direct result of us having met at a festival. So there you go.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you're 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 a special kind of dude, Alan. So that's that's why we connected afterwards. Well, but Bloody also, I mean, I will say we likewise. connected at dances with film, both being LA filmmakers, you know. And it was an LA film festival, so that made all of that much more easy, right? Mm-hmm. That's a festival I knew I was going to, gonna go to, and you knew you were going gonna go to because oh, we yeah. both lived in LA. So yes. I think the the lesson still holds there. I think had you liked my film, but I have been somebody who didn't live in LA, we would not have the relationship that we have.
1: Who's to say? I mean, I, I hear know, you, 100%, 100%. <laughs> we wouldn't have
0: we wouldn't have. Okay, um, fair.
1: <laughs> Clinton's like no, no, I'm to say. I know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I speak in absolutes, Alan. You speak in opinions. I speak in absolutes. I no, speak in well, facts you know, I just, I'm just I'm trying just to kidding. give
0: people the the, the lessons. I know, I That's know, I know. all. Um, yes. All right. But but right. no, I didn't uh, tell you this. You know, wrap. I want to do now as part of our our uh, wrap rounds, indie film of the week uh, recommendation, as we talked about before in another oh, yeah, episode shoot. that has not debate. Yeah. But which I'll just do that really quick, though. Like, I have one prepared, so it's fine, you know. Um, We need some new music uh, for this. Maybe, like, a little drop to do. The indie uh, (laughs) film recommendation of the week. This is a new segment that we're going to do in the podcast because uh, I believe, you know, it's really important for us as indie filmmakers, as filmmakers, to support other filmmakers by watching their work. To, by watching independent films, like if you are a short yes. film fil- filmmaker, an independent filmmaker, micro-budget filmmaker, watch the kinds of work that you are making. Because how can you expect anybody else to watch your work if you're not watching that same kind of work? So, Fair enough. I'm an independent filmmaker. Uh, in that in that vein, um, you know, something I watched and revisited uh, recently i really love it's called pretty problems um it's on hulu right now it's very fun you know kind of co- comedy about uh some normal people getting swept up in the lives of this like really rich couple and going off to have like this ridiculous weekend with them in their like chateau on a vineyard um and there's a lot of uh, great people involved in it uh jj nolan michael Tennant uh Ketchum Pantera is the director. And, um, yeah, I I really just enjoy every part of it. It's a really fun movie. Cool. Uh, it's just kind of like feel good, positive vibes. And uh, everybody involved, it's a really uh, amazing team. So check it out on Hulu. Please. Um, nice. I, I think you uh, will not regret it. And after doing that, feel free to, <laughs> to contact us. No,
1: that was nice. Uh, I want to check that out. Good recommendation, Clinton. Um, sounds like a great recommendation for sure. Um, folks, you can contact us at wearestorylife at gmail.com. Also, please check out our website, wearestorylife.com, where you'll find out more about us, what we do as coaches and consultants for fellow artists, as well as links to our Patreon and social media pages.
0: Yeah, you can uh, connect with me on Twitter or Instagram. This is my name, at Clinton Cornwall. I mean, really love to hear from you guys. So, Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Vimeo at Alan C. Gardner. That's A-L-L-E-N-C-G-A-R-D-N-E-R. And on Instagram at Alan C. Gardner Movies. If you want to check out some of my recent movies, uh, Cold Feet is currently available on Amazon Prime, Google Play, and YouTube. And some of my other films are available on several platforms, including Save Yourself and Act One on Tubi. And We Got Lucky and Bad Bad Man on Amazon. Also, Being Awesome is now available on Tubi, Vudu, and the Roku channel. So check that one out on any of those fine platforms.
0: Thank you to our editor, the very talented, the very charming, the mm. very excellent uh, Mr. Mm. Mike Jimenez for his special work on the pod. He's one of our biggest supporters. We really we really love yeah. having him on the, on the ride with us. And uh, also to our friends and families um, for supporting us as well.
1: Yes, thank you all. Uh, The support is invaluable, for sure. Um, Guys, we have many more episodes coming
0: up, so please subscribe and join us next week. And check us out for some consulting and creative support. Just hit us up, please. Sure. We are Story Life, and this has been uh, the Story Life Podcast (laughs) with me, Clinton Cornwell. And me, Alan C. Gardner. All right. See you, everybody. Take care.
1: All that was totally
0: unscripted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Sorry, uh, I flipped it. <laughs> no, you're good.